and welcome back to the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Boyle, a positive productivity mentor who helps you get in control of your time and energy so that you can pursue the things you love. So today's episode is another kind of interview discussion with Laura, who is from Mindful Confidence, and she's not a first-time podcast interviewee either. She was actually in the first series of the podcast, and since then she's actually had a rebrand, and she's now known as Mindful Confidence, and she's just such a great friend as well. So this episode was really last minute, decided that we wanted to do it. Um, but Laura is someone who I've always connected so well with and we've always really got on and been able to be really open about the things in our business with each other. So we often end up having kind of virtual coffee mornings and talking about all the issues we're having and kind of, yeah, just having a chat and getting it all out and having someone else who understands definitely really helps. So this episode is us basically just talking about why we think it's so helpful, why it's so important to kind of have support um, when you're running a business on your own or pursuing something big on your own and yeah it's really nice really chilled we basically just kind of had a cup of tea and talked all of it over pretty similar to how we would just talk um, if we were just having a social call so I hope you enjoy the episode Laura's amazing make sure you follow her and um, yeah here it is hi Laura thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's so great to have you again for the second time yeah what a privilege it is to be invited back thanks so much you're so welcome I'm so happy to have you um if people haven't listened to that last episode or if they don't follow you can you let us know who you are and what you do yeah it's changed a little bit it has changed I think since that episode as well so yeah it's nice to have like a reintroduction Hi, I'm Laura, and I'm going to describe myself right now as a mindfulness, well-being, and confidence coach. So that's a bit mouthy, but for me, they all really intertwine, and they're both they're all really related to feeling your best. And that's all I aim to do in all the work that I do: just help people to feel their best, whether it's through career or whether it's through self-care. Um, but mostly just feeling good about who you are and the relationship you have with yourself. And I do that in a couple of ways through my business. So I have a one-to-one coaching service, which is called Authentically You. And I have a self-care membership called the Kambali membership, where I help people through a community um, and with lots of self-paced self-care resources. Lovely. Yeah. So since, yeah, since we last talked, obviously you've had like a name change and all of that stuff, very similar to me. And it turned out that we didn't even plan, like we didn't really know, but both of us were working with the same coach. Great mind. And everyone was like, I've just started working with a new business coach to Alice. No way. Yeah. Yeah. We we are in the (laughs) Alice fan club, aren't we? (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. So we're quite, it was quite weird. We've kind of been a bit in sync and I can't really remember how exactly we first kind of No, I was thinking that. Definitely through Instagram. Definitely through Instagram. Mm. Um, I am a major stationary fan. I think I might have just found you through searching stationary. Does that make me really sad? (laughs) I I think it was through a mutual client as you think think. yeah we do have a few mutual clients which is so funny I do think the people that we work with which I've been thinking about this like why people that are into productivity are also into confidence because I do think there's a big crossover isn't there with our Mm. like communities and I do think that people who are into like because obviously obviously before you were mostly talking about stationary yeah. weren't you and and now productivity yeah. but I think all of your all the people in your communities are doers you know they're action takers yeah. which I love and that's the kind of person that I want to work with as well people who are committed to 
wanting to like do better and feel better Mm. so I, I feel like that might be the crossover I don't know what you think yeah I think I agree because it's I think as well with productivity you need the confidence to actually start doing things as well because it's all very well like you know doing things but having the confidence to do the thing that's going to have a bigger impact on your life as well like that's what I'm wanting to get across now it's like yeah we can be productive but let's be productive in a really specific way and like in a really impactful way so what's that thing that you want to do let's figure out how we're going to get it done yeah so I suppose it is similar it's that whole you know it can be quite life-changing and I'm sure like yeah the confidence thing is such a big thing as well so yeah, it's quite interesting to yeah. see things crossover. Yeah, and we realise as well. We're like, oh, it's <laughs> yeah, like, wait, we have a lot of like <laughs> mutual followers on Instagram. Oh wait, we work yeah. with all of these people together. <laughs> Shout out to so all the hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> the confidently productive crew or something. Yeah, oh, I like yeah, that. That's cool. That's really... So yeah, so basically, we've kind of gone through similar things. I I don't really know. I think I probably just like slid into your DMs like, hey how are you doing um but yeah so since <laughs> since then I feel like we've just kind of become friends and you live in Bali which I'm like constantly not jealous of because I will be there one day but it's, <laughs> I just love to see it um and I really enjoy that so I think I probably messaged you something about Bali I think and how was. I think yeah like the expat vibes you you know yeah. you know how it feels and the struggles that I face but also like I think because you obviously have gone back to Wales now it's like it's I think it's nice for us to have that connection where we still have yeah. you still have I guess a taste of expat life and I have a taste of home yeah. a little bit <laughs> yeah that's what we give to each other yeah obviously I had Mexico and like really hot place and it's kind of similar vibes mm. I think in a way is, so yeah, yeah I suppose that's something else we have in common yeah let me think about that mm-hmm. but yeah I mean obviously now I'm kind of a little bit more settled here have a cat but anyway that's on hold but one day one day I'll get out there you um, can bring a cat you but- know Oh, I don't know. She'd probably have a little meltdown. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I've got contacts anyway, just so you know. Oh. <laughs> Going off on a tangent, let's not start talking about like pet carrying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we've kind of, I suppose, supported each other a little bit through our business journeys and kind of been there for each other and kind of have been quite open and quite honest about the realities of it as well because I think sometimes on Instagram there's this thing of like you know you see what people see what you want them to see and obviously you don't always want to be there going I'm really struggling because business is really quiet and I'm not bringing any money and it's you know I'm having to work this other job whereas with someone else who kind of understands what you're going through you can be a little bit more open and then kind of talk about it and feel a bit more okay about it yeah definitely I think like it's you when you're public facing I think it's really Mm. hard to share those vulnerabilities because you don't want your sort of expertise or authority I suppose to be questioned whereas in a private Mm. conversation with somebody who understands what you're going through I think it's really necessary to have that support and to to share openly um I recently just listened to a podcast episode by, do you know Jess from the working, um, co-working club? I think I've heard of her. Yeah. yeah. So her and Michelle, who is um, part of Unfinished Bookshelf. Um, oh, they, I know about Yeah. That. They just released an episode <laughs> about failed launches, which was a really vulnerable mm. share. Um, and what I loved about it is as soon as I heard Michelle talking about her failed launch, 
it gave me like the feeling of ease like it's okay to do that and actually then hearing about other people talking about that online I realized everybody's had a bit of a tough year in terms of business you know small businesses last Mm. year we all did really well because of the nature of the pandemic and our communities were at home and they were more open potentially to buying things um, or having a bit more time on their hands and this year I think all of us as small businesses pretty much have had to pivot um, and really rethink our business model so that's been tough so to have somebody in the similar stage of business you know like like each other it's been really Mm. nice to like kind of lean on each other and be like is this working out for you no same okay good (laughs) you know it's just a bit of like reassurance isn't it Mm, definitely and I think it's just as well because the nature of like having your own small business can actually be quite lonely as well like you're working on your own especially in the beginning you know if you don't have any team members or help or anything like that and you kind of start, it's so easy to just start questioning yeah. every decision you make and yeah. just feeling like, like you said, it's, there's no ease. It all feels like an uphill struggle, but to know that other people are kind of like feeling the same and are having those like failures and stuff, it definitely does give you a little bit more permission, I think, to just kind of like, Ugh, oh, well, let's move on. Let's try and carry on. Yeah. Um, well, I think yeah. both of us have gone through the phase or maybe for me, multiple phases um, <laughs> this year of just being like, right, that's it. I'm going to just give up. Like, you know, I've really been on the edge of just deleting my website because I nearly didn't have enough really? money to pay for the monthly subscription. I was thinking, jeez, I'm actually going to have to just give up on this dream. It was nice while it lasted. And there's me telling everybody you know, you can, you can do more than you think you can and like, just go for mm. it. Like just keep up the self-belief, but actually when you're not gaining those results. And I think this is really key. I got into a habit of allowing my self-esteem and my confidence to be um, determined by my success in business. And I didn't realize mm. that until it was a bit too late. So I'd get all these fuzzy, warm feelings of like, yes, validation. Like I make, I'm having great results. This is amazing. Like I believed in my service, but then in terms of like selling things, I think I got a bit too attached to that to to feel like I was doing the right thing. Whereas now I've taken a step back. I do know it's the right thing. I just know that there's a different timeline on it to the one that I expected. You know, I had different expectations. I saw Mm. other people. I saw like, you know, I was comparing myself, I suppose. I think that's where um, I found it most difficult to think like, why? Why is it not working? And always throwing a bit of a tantrum about it and being like, but I've yeah. done everything I should be doing and it's not working. I, <laughs> I totally get that. And I totally get the comparison. And even though like the people that are like, you know, full time in their business and stuff, and a lot of them do often share like the whole comparison thing and how, you know, when they started, they were right back, you know, they they were feeling like this yeah it's still quite hard to see it when you see someone with a fully fledged business that's earning them good money they've got a really nice lifestyle and then when you're there and you're like I'm struggling to pay rent for me anyway I'm struggling to pay rent and like feed myself nice food and like you know my business is just about still paying me yeah it's so hard to be like oh yeah it's fine because so and so you know it's it's you're in that situation now yeah you need to survive yeah (laughs) self-belief can get you so far but you know you need to also have like money to actually live and I do think I'm very privileged because I live in Asia to Mm. have much lower living costs so I have been able to survive on it like most of last year but 
this year I have had to go back to my day job and I was open about sharing that on Instagram and the amount of you know love and engagement I got once I shared that was really quite overwhelming and I think anyone who has a small business could really feel that feeling of like you don't want to say it's a failure you don't want to say it's a setback but it does feel that way because you had an idea of like where you wanted to be you had goals and for Mm me I've been very sort of overconfident in my business like yeah I feel really ready for it I like really love my services that I've provided I've tailored them so I feel like they like I really believe in them you know so then to get to this point where I'm like oh but something's not adding up um that was really difficult for me but I do think it also worked out for the best because at that time in this year I also had a bit of a difficult time with my mental health and having Mm. some stable income was just what I needed like to have that constant you know rather than business it just fluctuates so much um which is terrifying it really takes such a solid mindset to keep going it does and I think it takes a lot longer than people think as well to get really like consistent and comfortable because it's like you you gain a client you're like yes yeah this is it that's it now I'll just keep bringing it bringing them in but it could be just like almost a fluke or like you get one yeah. and then it's like crickets and you're like where did you all go <laughs> um, but yeah it's really hard and I think the nature as well of our businesses is it's something that people almost perhaps don't know they need and it takes quite a long time yeah for them to build a relationship with you to then invest in you. Yeah. And I'm sure you feel the same as me. It's that I never want people to feel rushed or like pressured to work with me. But also it's quite hard because you yourself are under pressures of like, you know, money or, you know, time and things like that. And it can get really disheartening, I suppose, when you feel like things aren't moving along. Mm. But it, and it's always it's often things you can't control as well. And you end up focusing on those things rather than the things that you are doing and the, and the small results and stuff. But it, it can be, yeah, it can just be so, it's like, sh- I feel like it's shouting into the void a lot of the time and not knowing if yeah. like something's going to come back. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of my clients that I had, I had a really successful launch in March. Mm. Um, like at one point I had like 10 one-to-one clients. It was amazing. Um, amazing. And I think the majority of them I'd never heard of before. I was like, where did yeah. you come from? Like, <laughs> you know, so I think when you shout into the void, there is always that feeling of like, oh, no one's really like, you know, said anything or liked it or you just, you don't know. Mm. But sometimes it's really indirect and there's a lot of lurkers online that are really yeah. closely following what you're doing. So I think sometimes just remembering that um, is really useful. Um, but also I, I think, you know, we do take in business because we're both like our own brand, you know, mm-hmm. um, we have obviously our services and um, maybe products coming up, who knows, um, <laughs> but, um, but we are personal brands. So it's really, yeah. really, really tough not to be critical of yourself when things don't go to mm-hmm. plan. Um, and like I mentioned before, um, we just first asked, I've been doing loads of research recently into self-compassion. And basically research shows, more recent research um, shows that our well-being is directly impacted by our self-compassion towards ourselves. Mm. So when things don't go well or when we're struggling or when we're feeling down, the most effective thing we can do is just be kind and gentle with ourselves. But in business, because we have these goals and because we have you know food to put on the table, I think we often 
even if we're not really consciously doing it, thinking like, what have I done wrong? How can I improve? Yeah. What, you know, what, what responsibility can I take? And I think there has to be a balance. You know, of course, there are like marketing strategies that you might need to tweak, like practical things. But also, what difference does it make if you're then being unkind to yourself? You know, if, yeah. if you're actually just warm and loving and you don't take it to the point where it's affecting you personally, having that separation I do think that really does help um, because also then the more genuinely warm you show up to other people in your marketing and how you show up online, that really influences how what other people think as well and how they react to you. So, yeah, I think for me, it's a little bit of a balance because obviously, like, you know, there's a lot of talk about self-care and things. And yes, definitely. So important. I think sometimes people mistake self-care for self-pity a little bit yes possibly pity is like the biggest misguided yeah concept of compassion yeah, yeah definitely and I think it, it's like that compassion it could just be like cleaning your kitchen before you go to sleep because you want to wake up and kind of doing it for your future self and yeah I think it's difficult in business because there's always stuff you could be doing there's always more yeah you're never going to be like I'm doing every single thing that I can it's just not possible for you to do everything But I think, yeah, like it's trying to balance, isn't it? Trying to do as much as you can for your business in a a way that's impactful and also focused because I think there's a a lot of people fall into that busy trap of trying to do everything and then not getting good results because they're trying to spread their attention too thin and their focus too thin. But then also kind of knowing when to stop and be like, you're doing your best and this is fat, this is great. Yeah. Don't, you know don't beat yourself up about not being not being able to do everything because you just can't yeah absolutely and your best Mm. looks different all the time which is what makes it really difficult I think sometimes to keep it up you're like oh but last month I could get away with doing this and now I don't feel the same way but there's so many factors at play um yeah I do think that like forward planning definitely helps um and just Mm. having a bit of an idea but also having that flexibility to be like I just don't want to do that (laughs) right now you know and if I do this (laughs) inauthentically and I show up doing it it's firstly not going to align with my personal values or my business values and secondly Mm. it's not going to come across very well so yeah and I do think that's you know where having support um and having you know that network of people in the same kind of position as you is really useful it's just sharing these things when you share something you're giving permission to someone else um you know like even when you're being your most vulnerable you're you're basically just saying to someone it's okay if you feel like this and most of the time in small businesses I think a lot of us go through quite similar feelings as well like that roller coaster ride or that cycle you know so yeah it definitely does help um with that kind of balance I think Definitely. I think like it's it's quite nice to see people share some of that vulnerability on Instagram. I think like you were saying before, sometimes you, you don't want to kind of get into too much of a trap of constantly, you know, you don't want it to, like you said before, undermine your kind of authority and your business and your mission. It's good to share some, but I think the value of being able to share it with like one other person in a similar thing is that it doesn't kind of take over everything maybe on like your you know your Instagram stories and stuff and yeah but you can and it's also it's a much safer place because not everyone is comfortable to share those vulnerabilities and you, you shouldn't have to 
you know, some people are kind of like, oh yeah, you should show the real thing and the real side of it all. But, you know, for some people, that's a really scary thing to do. It's very vulnerable. But having one other person or, you know, a couple of other people or a group who you can kind of talk these things over with is just is really valuable and it's much safer I think as well yeah definitely and I I saw someone recently on Instagram saying you know whatever you're sharing in your content it's not about you it's not Mm. about you you know and so that I I think it's important to be mindful of whatever you are sharing it's got to be a value to your community so for example yesterday I shared that I'm premenstrual I shared that not because I want the world to know that really yeah. <laughs> I don't really I don't really care either way but because I know that a lot of people relate to that and so mm. I got so many messages saying oh my god I just checked my app I am too that's why I'm feeling this way you know and I think I messaged you like I'm in the thick of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally I got so many messages yesterday so that was a value because it helped people to understand how they're feeling and also I've got an upcoming launch which is talking about self-care and how we need different mm. things at different stages of the month so getting people to think about their menstrual cycle is one of the factors that I want to come across in the content that I'm sharing at the moment so you know it it is kind of strategic even though it was authentic in that moment I felt like I could roar and fire would come from my mouth like I was angry feeling (laughs) premenstrual but also I didn't need to share it if it wasn't going to be um relevant to my community so yeah I think that's no, definitely probably something to yeah. bear in mind <laughs> I think relevant. it is the way that you share it isn't it if you want people to be like oh poor you that can get a bit tiring but if you're kind of sharing the hope that you know like this is how I'm feeling do you feel like this yeah. or you know like when people are like everyone's feeling a bit fried at the moment for some reason and they're like do you feel like this and everyone comes like oh my god yes me same <laughs> relatable oh my god years, yes I don't yeah. know what happened there with that <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. It's what yeah, like I said, it's just giving permission, isn't it? I do think that so one of the biggest factors in being kind to yourself is common humanity. Because when mm. we're critical of ourselves, we're essentially isolating ourselves. So in that moment, and if you can think back to a moment when you were last really critical of yourself, you have this sense of like separation from everyone else, like I am the only person that must be feeling this bad. Everybody else has it easier. Oh, yeah. Everybody else has, you know, it feels much better or happier or whatever um, than I do. And I think when you start to see people sharing these vulnerabilities or even just speak to people privately that you trust and you realise everybody has struggles, everybody feels pretty much the same way that you do in one way or the other, you know, because yeah. we are all the same creature. We're the same animal, at this, you know, at, you know. So we all experience these things together Um, and sometimes actually relating to people in our most vulnerable feelings helps us to feel better connected and it helps us to be kinder. So I think sometimes when you're looking for permission to share vulnerably with people that you trust, you know, maybe offline as well, um, you know, that does give you a bit of a sense of permission to share because you could be helping someone out with knowing, you know, that that not, not everybody's rainbows and, and butterflies and um, everybody has struggles that they're dealing with and it does help this sense of common humanity to be like oh okay that makes me feel much better for some reason that you're yeah. struggling to you know it just helps you to be a bit kinder to yourself because you're like oh I'm imperfect yeah I forgot that you know yeah like, oh yeah I'm, I'm not a perfect human I'm not a perfect business owner yeah. oh I forgot about that yeah and I think it's is giving yourself permission to kind of yeah try things and see what happened yeah there's this idea of like we have to be perfect 
or like perfectionism is the goal and it's it's not really it's just kind of progress yeah and and that again from this research because I've been geeking out this week so I'm really (laughs) into this you caught me at a perfect time um because self-esteem basically comes when we feel that we're better than average right so if you if somebody told you your business is average average how gutted would you feel you know you always want (laughs) to be better than average that's where we get a boost of confidence a boost of self-esteem but when we do that it it means that half the population are never going to feel that way never going to feel confident ever going to you know so this kind of striving for perfectionism is such a waste of time because it's just Mm. You know, firstly, it doesn't exist. And secondly, it means that your happiness and your confidence is only dependent on you being higher than average. Mm. So the way to tackle that, the way to like rethink it and reframe it is, again, to come back to kindness. Because if we detach from this, like needing to be better than average and needing to be um, the best and to be better and better and better, um, if we're just ourselves and like we're, we're doing our best naturally, because that's what we do as humans um we we want to survive if we're just kind to ourselves we can feel better we can feel more confident through compassion and then we can portray that in how we show up as business owners as well so for me it's been really useful to reframe that in terms of like you know not thinking about myself compared to others because that's where I would normally get my self-esteem from to be really honest I'd be like oh mm. my graphics better than hers cool yeah <laughs> you know which is terrible to admit but that's what you do true. Right? that's what self-esteem is like it's just knowing that you're good at something and how do you know you're good at something through comparison there'd be no other mm. way of knowing like when you have a test at school you get a grade and you only know if it's good if everybody else is, you know, like if, if you know, if you're an average student or if you're in the higher percentile yeah. or whatever. Um, so that's where comparison and all these kind of actually really dark comparative um, thinking and self-critical thinking comes from. And if we were all just like, OK, well, I'm just going to be loving to myself um, I'm going to forgive myself. I'm not going to feel shame about whatever I do. I'm just going to show up authentically and I'm going to just give out all the positive vibes. Whatever yes. happens, happens. Actually, when I've done that in business, when I felt able and vulnerable enough to do that, that's when I've had my best results. Yeah, I definitely think throw positive vibes out and they bounce back at you. Mm. 100%. And it's it can be quite hard sometimes because like there's sometimes things you're doing that feel very similar to someone else's and you do slip into that comparison trap of like oh no um I don't know because you know what if they do it better than me and like now do I feel like I'm in competition with them and things like that but actually there's room for everyone yeah there's so many people out there like you know your ideal client could be different all of that stuff yeah I had um, a conversation on Instagram with someone recently I don't know how we found each other but she's also like into self-care and she messaged me saying, by the way, I've just seen um, you're doing a freebie at the moment and mine's really similar to yours. Oh, my goodness. I just wanted to check in and let you know um, I've planned it beforehand, but I've just realized they're really similar. Is that OK? And I was like, of course it is, you know, for me. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I really did appreciate her checking in. But at the same time, she really didn't need to because I told her, even though we have similar things that we're providing, we are totally different people. The way that we provide it is totally different. How we provide it is totally different. We are in in some ways competition, but I'm not viewing you as competition. I'm viewing you as like part of my network. Um, yeah. And to and I, I felt you know 
quite confident in saying that you know not that I'm better than her not that she's better than me (laughs) like it's not like that there's no comparison it's just we we're all completely unique personalities and I know for example that some people um might gel different better with different coaches um you know compared to me and that's that's absolutely fine because we are all unique you know so there's no yeah even if you're doing similar things bring out your personality and that's what makes you unique even the way you talk the way you relate to people the way you connect with people it's so unique to you definitely I totally agree I mean this has been a lovely Wednesday morning conversation to like start the day and get me like pumped up to just be authentically me yeah just be kind to yourself but yeah I also I do think that you know connecting with people online Mm. it does help doesn't it I mean as a small business owner I don't know how I would do without it to be honest no I think it's just for everything it's like you know connecting with people it's that support and as well it's like I know that I've tried to throw work your way when it's come and I've like so oh that would be really good for Laura and stuff like that and I think I don't can't think of anything bad to say about you know like just like sliding into someone's dms and being like hey I really like your stuff I do it all the time yeah (laughs) I've done it to so many people. Half my podcast guests, that's what I've done to them. <laughs> hey, I like Basically, you. Like, hi, can we be friends? Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> I, think, I also saw that like you you have that approach in life and I think that's so refreshing because, um, you yeah. know, we are quite disconnected as a society, definitely in the UK. Um, I noticed that only when it came to Asia and I was like, why is everyone talking to me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, connection, social connection is like, so incredibly important for our well-being and when you start a new chapter an adventure like starting a small business you need it even more than before like you need it even a big project like even if it's not a business this can apply to like a massive project you need that kind of I think support and kind of people behind you to be telling you like come on like you can do this or you know it'll be okay and I think it just does make so much of a difference it's I mean I've had two different coaches now and you know, if I if I had the kind of money to invest in another one, I'd probably be oh, getting another I one. I think everyone needs a coach, honestly. I really do. Yeah. I think just having that like neutral perspective as well, um, mm. that's what's really useful. I think because in our like friendship, we're I think we're quite neutral with each other as well. We don't really like have any biases. Of course, I like want the best for you and stuff, but like yeah. I, would never, <laughs> I would never be like, oh, I wouldn't do that, you know? Because yeah, I'm just here as like a, a kind of a support and a cheerleader but not to tell you what to do and I think that's no. what a coach is as well you know yeah it's to get you thinking and maybe throw some ideas your way or maybe kind of challenge the what, what you're thinking yeah about, like, how exactly. you're thinking about doing it but not really being like mm, no that idea is crap yeah yeah definitely. <laughs> like you know that's just not but yeah it's having people believe in you yeah yeah and I suppose yeah, we all we don't have communities now in which we support people in our own way mm. of helping them to do what they want to do with like with your you're helping people to be more productive and helping people to actually have more self-care you know and mm. as having a community for me it's really useful in terms of my own support as well like just connecting with people it's so lovely. yeah I mean we are acknowledging like we're going to everyone like you need the support like it's so great for you but then we need we need it as well oh, yeah. like it's it's not like we're just here it's like well I'm fine because I'm I'm just gonna process it all <laughs> actually I probably need more I need all the memberships all the coaches but it's yeah it's funny isn't it I think sometimes you know 
I think it's quite good to acknowledge like, yes, I'm positioning myself as an authority and I, you know, I am, I know my stuff, but also I'm also going through all the same things as you. I'm and human too. <laughs> I'm human. Yeah. yeah. In case you didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, well, it's been so lovely to catch up yeah. and have you on the podcast Thank again. Um, where can people find and follow you and find out more about what you do? Um, best is probably to go to Instagram uh, at mindful.confidence or you can mm-hmm. check out my podcast, Fill Your Teacup, which is back for a new series now. Oh, thanks so much, Laura. Have a lovely evening. Yeah, we're evening now. (laughs) Have a lovely day. (laughs) Something different. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much again, Laura, for being on the podcast. It's always a pleasure to chat. I'll put all of her links in the description of the episode. Make sure you're following her on Instagram. She shares some really useful stuff all about kind of self-care, looking after yourself, confidence, mindfulness. It's definitely worth a follow. And for me, make sure you're following me on Instagram. I'm putting loads of interesting content out at the moment, lots of tips and tricks for productivity strategy and mindset. And if you feel like you need a bigger productivity boost, then remember that I have my self-led guide, Project Productivity, which is a 42-page workbook and a series of automated emails, all designed to help get you back in control of your productivity with a more positive relationship and able to get the things done. So I'll put the link to that in the description as well. You can find more information about all my services, including mentoring and hiring me for private workshops on my website. And that's basically it. All that's left to say is I hope you have a positively productive day and I'll see you next week.